all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. What's going on, everybody? Come on. It is uh, July 4th. Come on in and uh, let me know where you're watching from. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. L-W-N-D-S. L-W-S. Looks like this is frozen over here. What's going on over here? What's going on over here? Boom, 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 boom. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you do that, people get saved. Come on in. Yes, we are still praying. Uh, I recognize for many people. Uh, this is a day of cookouts and barbecues and all of that. Um, but uh, we are absolutely still praying. We remain consistent. Come on in. Good to see you, ATL, over here on the Harvest Church IG. LA, good to see you over here. Y'all come on in. Aurora, good to see you. Indiana, good to see you. All right, let's go. Somebody said, I am ready. Come on, let's go. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Good to see you all. Come on in, everybody. Aurora, good to see you. Like the video, tell me where you want watching from and share. Dallas, good to see you. South Carolina, good to see you. Omaha, Nebraska, good to see you. From the A, Shalom, good to see you. Let's go, let's go. Whatever platform you are on, speak to me as you come in. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. What's going on with you? Come on, let's go, let's go. Denver, let's go. Aurora, let's go. Southeast Aurora, let's go. I'm glad you are home and recovering well. Come on in, Alabama. Hey, Alabama, let's talk. Aurora, good to see you. All right, all the platforms. Listen, we going tonight, y'all. Listen, let's go. I want to give you a few moments to come on in. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. Doctor, good to see you, sir. Aurora, uh, watching Massachusetts. Good to see you. Powder Springs, Georgia, that's ATL. Good to see you. Northridge, California, New Jersey, Linwood, California. Denver, good to see you. Lakewood, that's Colorado, good to see you. Let's go, let's go. Talk to me. Let me know where you're watching from. Atlanta, good to see you. Y'all are in the building tonight. Come on in, guys. We're just getting started. We're only two minutes in. Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray. And when you make prayer a priority, you'll discover that your life's priorities are going to be shifted. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Think about it. You get to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am. You get to go above everybody else's head. You get to go above the judgment of everybody else and go directly to God. Come on. Good to see you. Y'all are in here. You're moving fast. Savannah, Georgia, North Carolina, Aurora from Florida on vacation. Enjoy your vacation. Naperville, Illinois, North Carolina. Um, good to see you. Let's go. Um, listen, tonight, guys, Denver, Shalom. Good to see you. So listen, um, 
tonight, um, it's gonna, prayer is always going to be powerful. We're going to pick up where we started and uh, praying on last week, uh, specifically for your soul, for your soul. These next six months of your life are going to be the best six months of your life. July, you're still early in July, so we count all of the month of July. July, August, September, October, November, December. That's six total months left. And these next six months are going to be the best six months of your life. And for it to be the best, and for those these months to be the best, hear me clearly, you have to be the best. Um, you are never going to experience what you are not. I'll say it again. You're never going to experience what you are not. Hey, my friend, doctor from Mexico. Come on, Dr. Ackland. Come on. I love it, man. Aurora. For these next six months to be the best six months of your life, you have to be the best. Um, the greatest change that can happen is not around you. The greatest change that can happen is, in fact, in you. All right. So we're going to be covering that tonight um, uh, and dealing with your soul. Last Monday, we covered it. We spent the entire hour virtually in prayer over your mind. Your soul is comprised of these components, your mind, your conscious mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions, these four components, all right? Your conscious mind, because your subconscious mind, that's your spirit. Um, your conscious mind, that is your part of your soul. Your mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions. We spent last Monday on your mind. Uh, today, we're going to endeavor to deal with your thoughts, will, and emotions. We'll get as far as we can, all right? Father, we bless you. We honor you. Thank you for the privilege to pray tonight, God, even on this holiday. Lord, we let you know that you are our priority. We let you know that you are our king. You are our father. You are the great I am. You are Jaira. That means you are the Lord that provides for us. We thank you tonight, God, for the privilege that we have to pray. We do not take this privilege lightly. We do not take this privilege uh, as a common thing. We get to literally go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, and we are able to pray. And for that, we say thank you, God. We commit this next 55 minutes into your hands, God. And we declare that you would literally give us what to pray because prayer is a strategic act or spiritual warfare, we literally get the ability to go to you to determine and decipher what it is we are to pray. Thank you, God, that this is a privilege. It is not a right. It is something we get to do, not something we have to do. Therefore, we will value it. Therefore, we will treat it, uh, Father, with the respect that it deserves. And so tonight, God, invade our time of prayer. Be with us, God. Guide and direct our tongue. Like Isaiah said, give me the tongue of the learned. I pray that as we pray, you would literally give us the words to use. Give us the phrases to use. Give us the right things to ask for. Nothing happens in the earth unless it is invited into the earth by human beings. You gave us authority over the earth. In Genesis 1.26, you said, let us make man in our image. And let them have dominion over the earth, which means everything that happens in the earth, it has to be approved through us. And we have to invite heaven's involvement into the earth. That's what your word says. So tonight, Father, in Jesus' name, we ask that you would invade our time of prayer. And therefore, when you invade our time of prayer, you will literally invade our lives because through prayer, we will give you the permission to invade every situation, every circumstance, everything that we're doing. Tonight, God, I pray that as we're in prayer, we shift the trajectory of the next six months of this year, Father, these last six months to be the best six months, not just of this year, but of our entire lives. We pray that we will exceed in our finances these next six months, that when we do the math, these next six months will be the most profitable, 
they'd be the most lucrative. They'd be the, um, the most revenue rich that we'd have the biggest customers, biggest clients, the biggest growth, the biggest sectors of growth in these next six months. Not only do we cover our faith, our finances, God, we cover our faith. We pray that our relationship with you, God, is the best that it's ever been, that we are closer to you, that we're more in sync with you, that we follow your word. We pray that our finances are the best they've ever been in this last six months and that our faith is the best it's ever been in these next six months. And Father, we pray uh, even, God, concerning our, our fitness. We pray, come on, that our Fitness is the best in the last six months of this year than it's ever been before. Father, there's no need in us praying for things to happen if we do not have the health and strength that we need for the things. So we declare from the top of our head to the soles of our feet in the name of Jesus that we are 100% healthy and 100% healed in the name of Jesus. We cover our future. You said in Jeremiah 29, 11, that you know the thoughts and the plans that you have for us to give us a hope and a future. So we pray that the the future, every, uh, all the plans that you have for us, especially in relation to these next six months, Father, that your plans would go forth and they go forth unhindered, they go forth unrestricted, they go forth unbroken, they go forth, uh, Father, without hitch, they go forth without delay. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We cover our faith, we cover our finances, we cover our fitness, we cover our future, we cover our families, God. Come on, these Fs. We cover our families over these next six months, God. And we pray that the condition and the state of our families will be the best it's ever been in the next six months, Father. Thank you for using whatever means you have to use necessary to bring out the best in the name of Jesus, we recognize, God, in your word that you redefine family and relatives. Father, when uh, your mother and brothers came to see you when you were in the midst of your assignment, Father, you literally were interrupted in doing your assignment. And they said, your mother and brothers are outside. And you pointed to your disciples. And you said, whoever does the will of my father, this is my mother. This is my brother. You redefine family and relatives. So, God, whatever family is for us, meaning that they're headed in the same direction, we pray that it is the best that it's ever been in these next six months, God, that you would show us the difference. Make it clear, God, between those that are our families and between those that are our relatives, between those that we share common ancestry with and those that we have a future with. We pray that you would make that clear for us now. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we ask that you forgive us tonight, God, for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us, God, for our transgression. That is our willful deviation from what we knew to be right. And forgive us tonight, God, for our iniquity. That is the generational sin that has been passed down and around. Those are the generational curses that we are to break. And I declare done, that we are effective at being the curse breaker, that we are effective at being the curse breaker, and we are effective at being the curse breaker. And for this, we say thank you now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, every platform, just type yes, Lord, whatever platform you're on. Guys, do me a favor. If you're just coming in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. We are knocking on 350 decisions, recorded decisions, it's been way more than that, only 350 that we've been able to record so far this year. And how does that happen? It happens because you share. So when you share, people get saved. All right? So let's make sure we do what we need to do. Real quickly, if you don't have our app, get our app. That's the best way to stay connected to Harvest and myself. Do not depend on social media. When they messing with the algorithms and stuff like that, you may not see certain things. So get the app so you can stay connected. All you need to do is text the word Harvest to the phone number 877 877- 
552-4746. When you do that, you'll be able to get connected to everything related to Harvest. You get our podcast. You can get notifications when we go live. All of that is available for you right there through our app. Text Harvest to 877-552-4746. If you're in Atlanta, um, listen, uh, make sure that you get connected so that you can find out more uh, about being a part of our launch team there for Atlanta. We'll have updates for you here real soon. Text the word H-C-A-T-L. Is it Harvest Church Atlanta? H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. Why is it this long toll-free number? If you've been connected for a while, you'll remember the old number used to be a small um, number, 55498, and we went to this long number. That's so that all of our overseas folks able to participate and be a part of what's happening with that. All right, so make sure that you do that. With the holidays, we've been strategic about uh, what information we release, when we release it, etc. I had a very productive trip um, last uh, week in Atlanta working on uh, our expansion in that area. And here's what I can tell you. Every delay is to our benefit. Can I get you to type that? Every delay is to our benefit. Anytime you find yourself in any type of delay, thank you all for those of you putting it in the comments. Anytime you find yourself in any type of delay, your confession has to be this, that every delay is to my benefit. Every single one of them is to my benefit. And so anytime you see something taking longer than you want it to take, it is because God is doing something behind the scenes. Father, make us okay with the delay. Come on, y'all. Make us okay with the delay. Um, Father, help us to realize that when something is out of our control, that it is out of our control on purpose. Help us to realize that when something is outside of our ability to dictate how it happens, how it flows, the way it goes, that that is simply because you, God, you are simply working behind the scenes to do something on the stage. You are working behind the scenes to do something on the stage. And for that God, we say thank you now. Make us okay with the delay. And Father, I pray that during the delay, it doesn't mean that we are not active. During delay, it does not mean that we are not working. During delay, it does not mean that we are not taking steps. It just means that we step back and recognize what we cannot control, we give to you. But what we can control, we will do. Come on, y'all pray with me. What we cannot control, we give to you, God. What we can control, we will do. Being, uh, being okay with the delay does not mean we take a passive posture. The scripture says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Wait there doesn't mean a passive posture. Wait there means those that literally take on the posture of a servant. What is a servant? The, the, uh, the, a servant is one that takes action. A servant is one that carries out orders and instructions. A servant is one that carries out uh, activities. So, Father, when we say we're okay with the delay, we are not asking you to make us okay with being passive. We are saying, God, we will do what we can do while you will take care of what we cannot take care of. And we thank you for that now. In Jesus' name we pray. Drop an amen, whatever platform you're on. All right, listen, guys. Um, let's get into it. So, tonight, last Sunday, excuse me, last Monday, uh, we spent a lot of our time praying about our souls, because for the next six months, this is going to be the best six months of your life. If you believe that, um, can you just type this in the chat comments? These next six months, come on, prayer. These next six months, these next six months, all right? Um, I need you to keep that coming out of your mouth 
and, and, and again, remember at the beginning of July, so you count all of July, August, September, October, November, December, these next six months, all right? Um, you've got to hear this clearly. For the next six months to be the best, you have to be the best. And for many, you got to hear me, I, we spent the entire month of June in this series, Daddy Issues, to deal uh, with some of the generational curses and things that you were sent to break. Hear me. You are the curse breaker in your bloodline. You were not sent to simply perpetuate everything that has already existed. You were sent to be the interruption to the dysfunction. And what did I teach you in that series? That even if you had an amazing paternal and maternal relationship, all of us, Psalm 51.5, were shaped and formed in iniquity. What is iniquity? It is sin that is passed down and around. What is iniquity? It is sin that is passed down and around. And so in understanding this simple principle Monday night, um, let me say this. Um, once you recognize that principle, um, then the question becomes, well, how am I going to break curses? Curses are broken through choices. In fact, Deuteronomy 30, 19, and this is why we're praying about your soul, says, the Lord says this, I set before you and, and pay attention today. Um, I'm going to, as we move into this prayer over your soul, I want to pray over your daily decision making, because if the enemy is going to trip you up, it's going to, he's going to trip you up in your daily decision making. If things are going to get off, it's not going to be in one or two big decisions. It's going to be in 10 or 15 little decisions. Did you hear what I just said? If the enemy is going to get you off, he's going to get you off in your daily decisions. It's rarely two or three big decisions that, that mess up somebody's life. It's normally 10 or 15 small decisions that throw people off. This is why Deuteronomy 30 and 19 says, Today I set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Father, we pray tonight over our decision making. And we pray, God, that every decision we make, we let you know in advance, sir, we commit those decisions to you. Father, that we will not make decisions predicated upon how we feel. We will not make decisions predicated upon uh, what other people's opinions are. We will make decisions predicated upon your word. You said, and we started this last week, let this mind that was in Christ be in us also, which means, God, we need to think like you. We need to think like you. Um, we need to think like you. So tonight, Father, we pray over these next six months, every single decision that we make when it comes to every area of our lives, Father, we commit those decisions to you. And you said that if we commit our decisions to you, if we commit our plans to you, if we do that, Father, you would cause us to prosper. And as Proverbs 16 and 3, commit your works uh, to the Lord and whatever you do, he will establish your plans. So we commit our actions, we commit our decisions, we commit our work to you. And we pray, God, that every daily decision, the decisions we make on a daily basis, those small decisions, well, big doors, Father, they swing uh, on, on small hinges. And every decision is a hinge to a door. Every decision is a hinge to a door. So from the top of our day to the end of our day, over these next six months, we say every decision belongs to you. And we declare that you will give us the wisdom to make the right decisions, that you will give us the instinct to make the right decisions. You will give us, here we go, the discernment to make the right decisions, that you will give us the boldness to make the right decisions, that you will give us the faith to make the right decisions, that you will give us the 
lack of fear to make the right decisions, that you will give us, uh, Father, the clarity to make the right decisions, that you will give us the courage to make the right decisions, that we would not make any decision from a seat of being scared. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And Father, our declaration is that we will not live scared. We will not live scared. We will not live scared, but we declare that we've got the same level of faith that Peter had when he got out of the boat. And when Peter got out of the boat, he stepped out and he stepped out on faith. He was not expecting to walk on water because you didn't promise that. He just said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. He says, Lord, if this is you, tell me to come to you. He was not expecting to walk on water. When he stepped out, that was the miracle. The miracle was that when he stepped out, you held him up. And I pray, God, that we would not worry about whether or not you're going to back us up with our decision because we up front commit the decision to you which means the decisions that we make we believe that these will be the decisions you ordain you said that you order the steps that you order the steps of the righteous you order the steps we declare god that our steps are ordered come on y'all say my steps are ordered our steps are ordered by the lord you says you you say god in psalm 37 23 the steps of a godly man are ordered by the Lord. Father, you said that you delight in the details concerning us. Come on, y'all. You order our steps and you delight in the details. You are the God that the little decisions make a big difference to you. The way we sit, where we sit, where we go, who we speak to, who we email, who we text, who we inbox, who we sit at the table with, who we have a conversation with, what we look at on social media, what we, what we look at on television, it's the details, the right thing will come up at the right time. The right thing will be in front of our faces at the right time. And we declare, God, we will have the right responses. We declare that this month our and these next six months, our decisions would be right. Come on, type that on the screen. Just type that word right, right, right. That our decisions would be right. Father, let us see on social media the right thing that we need to see at the right time that opens up the right door, that shows us the right piece of information, that shows us the right bank to contact, that shows us the right business to contact and shows us the right person to reach to that shows us the right information we you told me god that july would be a month where everything would be right or july would be a month where everything would be right father we meet the right people we'd be in the right places at the right time we have the right things we have the right ideas and more importantly we have the right responses what is a response a response is a decision so this month god we declare that and, and for the next six months that our decisions are the right decisions and they're right according to you, not according to us, not according to how we feel, not according to what we think, not according to what we perceive, but according to your word. We declare that everything about July and on through December 31, 2022, that it is right for us. Our decisions are right. Who we speak to will be right. Who we meet with will be right. Who we say yes to will be right. Who we say no to will be right. What we say yes to will be right. What we say no to will be right. What we open up will be right. What we shut down will be right. What we head to will be right. What we leave from will be right. The doors that we walk into will be right. The doors that we shut will be right. The windows that we go through will be right. The windows that we shut will be right. The stuff that we purchase will be right. The things we return will be right. I need you to just type that on the screen. Right, 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 right. 
And for this, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Don't answer this. Don't answer or finish this prayer with an amen. Finish this prayer with a right. With a right. With a right. Listen, if you're just coming in, whatever platform you're on, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. Let me also do this. There's three types of prayer. We're going to spend the majority of prayer tonight doing what it actually means is which is to pray that is when you pray for yourself three types of prayer first type of prayer is to pray that means to ask that is what you do for yourself number two um that is called supplication this is when one christian prays for another christian a supplication is like a supplement to another christian's prayer you can't pray for another christian in the sense of your prayers replace their prayers because they can go to god on their own you can only supplement what they're praying that's why it's called supplication and then finally there's intercession and intercession is when you pray for somebody that cannot go to God on their own. Well, Bishop, can't everybody go to God? Nope. That's why prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. Come on. Somebody say this is a privilege. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. A right means everybody's entitled to it. Everybody's not entitled to it. John chapter 9 says that the only prayer that is heard from a non-believer in the Lord is the prayer of salvation. Did you hear what I just said? The reason prayer is so powerful is because this is not a right. There are some people who can sit, I'm talking to the universe, and heaven is like, we ain't studying her. Oh, I'm just talking to the creator. And heaven is like, we're not studying you. We're not listening to you. Uh, we hear you moving your mouth, but we're not paying attention to, we see your mouth moving, but we're not paying attention to what you're saying. John chapter 9 makes it crystal clear. The only prayer that is heard of a non-believer is the prayer of salvation. Other than that, prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. It is something we get to do. It is not something we have to do. So I need you to understand that. So whatever you feel like, I don't feel like praying. This is a privilege, sir. This is a privilege, ma'am. You get to do this. You don't have to do this. You get to do this. You do not have to do this, right? So when you come at prayer that particular way, with that particular mindset, it changes how you approach God because you recognize I, he doesn't have to let me do this. He chooses to let me do this. He doesn't have to listen to me. He chooses to listen to me. He does not have to receive from me. He chooses to receive from me, all right? So you got to know that. So intercession is when you go to God on behalf of somebody else that cannot go to God on their own. All right. I want us to do uh, we're going to do both supplication and intercession because we're going to spend the majority of tonight praying over your soul. Specifically, last Monday, we prayed over your mind. Tonight, we're going to pray over your um, thoughts, will and emotions. We're going to get as far as we can on your thoughts, will and emotions because your soul is composed of these four components, your mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions. All right. We spent last Monday on your mind. We're going to try to get to the other three tonight. We'll get as far as we can. Here's what I want to do real fast. Let's let's sit in the seat of intercessor. You know some people that do not know the Lord. And I read you a praise report um, last week about a mother who says she had gotten baptized and her daughter had gotten baptized too from watching her mother. And every time we say put initials down, guess what she did? She said she followed her bishop's instructions, put those initials down. And last week she saw her daughter get baptized with her. So when I ask you to do this, this is not just out of ritual and routine. It is because you have to keep people in front of the Lord. You're saved today because somebody kept you in front of the Lord. And if you're not saved in a few minutes, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do so. And so what I want you to do, wherever you're at, drop the initials of somebody you know that is not a Christian, someone that has fallen away from the Lord, or somewhere where if you're not sure, chances are they're not sure either. Drop their initials on the screen. If you want to tag them, you can tag them. If you want to put their full name, you can put their full name. We're going to keep covering them in prayer 
until we see them saved. Father, in Jesus' name, you see these initials. And God, we are faithful. Luke 18.1 says, men are to always pray and not lose heart, which means that prayer is a posture that we take in perpetuity. Prayer is a posture that we take in perpetuity. Prayer is a posture that we take in perpetuity, which means we don't stop praying until we possess what we pray for. And we don't cease making our confession until we are holding what we have confessed that we would possess. Father, tonight we sit in the seat of the intercessor and we cover these initials and these names and those that are targeted right now, uh, even through uh, um, the tagging. And we pray right now, God, that you would draw them unto yourself, that you would bring them to you. We come against any scales that are on their eyes. We pray that scales would fall from their eyes, scales would fall from their ears. Anything that is keeping them away from you, we pray that the scales would fall. 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 Just like it happened in Acts 9 and 18 for the apostle Paul. And the scripture says it was like scales fell off of his eyes that he would not believe for a prolonged period of time. But then when the scales fell off of his eyes, everything changed. For every set of names that we have listed, we pray that the scales would fall off of their eyes. Father, we come against whatever the enemy has had them caught up into, has had them up into believing, has had these false thoughts, these false gods, these false ideologies. This thought that God is not for them, this thought that the Bible is not for them, whatever it is, God, we cancel it and we shut it down tonight. And we pray that, God, they would be saved and serving this year, that they would be saved and serving this year, that they would be saved and serving this year, that they would be saved and serving this year, that they would be saved and serving this year. And, this year. and we declare from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, God, that you would do like you did for Job, by proxy of Job's prayers. You blessed his children. You covered his children. Father, by proxy of our prayers tonight, we pray, God, that you would literally put a hedge of protection around these names that we are praying for, God, and that you give them to you. No, The scripture says no man comes to the Lord. No man comes to the Lord unless the spirit draw him. So, Father, we release the Holy Ghost. That's John 6 and 44. We release the Holy Spirit to draw. Draw them. What does that mean? Pull them. What does that mean? Woo them. What does that mean? Show them something that puts them on a search, that gets them to you. Father, we will not stop until we see them saved and serving this year. And we call that done. Now, in the name of Jesus. Now, we shift seats, God, and we shift into the seat of supplication and father we pray now now drop the initials of a name or tag somebody that you know that is a believer that does believe in the lord but you know they need some backup right now they need prayer they need prayer drop their initials you can tag them or you can put their names father we sit in the seat of the intercessor can i get a, or excuse me of the supplicator can i get a few of you to type bkf on the screen for me type, type bkf for me we sit in the seat of the intercessor tonight, or excuse me, supplicator tonight, God, uh, which means that we are back up for somebody else's prayer tonight. It means that we are adding our faith to somebody else's faith tonight. It means that we are adding our belief with somebody else's belief, that we are adding our fire with their fire tonight, that we are adding our desire, Father, with their desire tonight. Father, there are certain things that the scripture says it requires the power of agreement. Psalm 133 says, 
that wherever there is unity, to have unity, you have to have agreement. There is a commanded blessing. There are some things that will not happen until we get some spiritual backup. So tonight, God, we operate as the spiritual backup, as the supplicator for every set of initials, for every person that is listed. You know their prayer requests, God. You know their petitions. You know what they have before you. Well, tonight, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would show yourself strong on their behalf. Your word says in First Chronicles 16 and 19 that you search the earth, so that showing, uh, uh, looking to show yourself strong through somebody in the earth. You show, you search the earth, looking to show yourself strong. 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 Father, we pray that you would do that right now for us. That you would show yourself strong through them. That's Second Chronicles sixteen and nineteen. Father, on behalf of the person whose name that we have just typed on the behalf of the initials we have just released. Father, show yourself strong through them. Show yourself strong in them. We pray that they would not be depressed. Come on, y'all. We pray that they would not be discouraged. We pray that they would have the energy they need to fulfill their assignment. We pray that they would not be overwhelmed, but they would simply up their organization. We pray that they would not fear taking big, bold steps of faith. We pray that they would not, I heard this one, that they would not struggle with the feeling of loneliness, that they would not feel like they are alone, but God, that they would know that they have got other people that are just like them, other eagles, other lions that are standing with them. That's why we gather together like we do on prayer. That's why we gather together online and on campus midweek. That's why we gather together online and on campus on Sundays. That's why we gather together the way that we do, Father. Let them know they are not alone. We come against the spirit of loneliness. We come against the spirit, I just heard this one too, of chronic anxiety, Father, of chronic anxiety. We pray that they would not sit in a, in a state where anxiety is chronic for them where anxiety, because anything that is chronic is crippling. We come against that tonight in the name of Jesus. And Father, we back them up. Come on. We are their backup. What does backup mean? Backup means that whatever enemy they're facing, they don't face it alone. Whatever challenge they're facing, they don't face it alone. Whatever vicissitude they're facing, they don't face it alone. I come against the negative, circuitous thoughts that the enemy would try to implant and infiltrate into their mind in those moments where they feel lonely. I come against the circuitous and destructive thoughts that the enemy would try to introduce uh, when they are deal when they're feeling alone or they're feeling isolated or they're feeling like an island, that I pray, God, that you would lift those burdens. I pray tonight, God, that you would lift that heaviness. And I pray, God, that you would send them their Abishai's. Come on, Abishai. Can I get you to type them on the screen? A-B-I, Abishai. Abishai. Abishai was the one that helped David to take down his second giant. David did not just take down one giant, Goliath. He took down several. And the second of those giants, uh, was his name was Ishbi Banab. And the Bible says that the Lord sent Abishai to help him. He sent backup. Tonight, God, we declare we are the Abishai's right now for every individual whose initials we've typed, who we've tagged, we've placed their name on the screen. We are their Abishai. We are their backup. We will not let them face this giant alone, but we declare they will be successful. We declare they will be successful. We declare they will be successful. Come on, y'all pray with me. We declare they will be successful. We declare that they will overcome. 
We declare that they will do everything in these next six months that you've ordained for them to do. We declare that they will fulfill their assignment. We declare, God, that these next six months will be the best six months of life for them. We declare they are healthy and healed from the top of their heads and the soles of their feet. We declare, God, that they won't get caught up in the wrong circles. We declare, God, they won't get caught up with the wrong people. We declare, God, they won't get caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time. We come against premature death. Y'all pray with me tonight. We come against premature death. We declare, God, that you would stay the hand of death. I don't know who this is for, but I hear this loud. We declare that you would stay the hand of the death angel, that you would stay the hand of death, that you would stay the hand of death. Come on, y'all. I hear that thing real strong. I do not know who this is for, but I hear that thing real strong, that you would stay the hand of death. I need you to pray just like I said it, that we, you would stay the hand of death, that you would stay the hand of death. We cancel premature death. We cancel premature that you would stay the hand. What does it mean to stay? A stay is a court word. It's a, it's a legal word. It's a legal proceeding, which means stop it. That you would stop it. That you would order it to stop right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray, God, that with long life, you shall satisfy them. With long life, you shall satisfy them. With long life, you shall satisfy them. That is Psalm 91 and 16. With long life, you shall satisfy them. And with long life, you shall satisfy them. I pray, God. There's two of you going to the doctor this week. You literally have an appointment this week. Whoever you are, wave your hand on the screen, wherever you're at. And Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that these doctor's reports would be favorable. Whoever you are, wave and wave now. There's at least two of you that are on here right now. We pray you literally already have the appointment scheduled. It's already on the books for this week. We speak right now in the I see you. I see you and I see you. We speak right now in the name of Jesus that that report would go well. We pray that that report would be better than what you anticipated. We pray that that report will show that progress has been made. Yeah, I knew I knew I was tapping into something right there. We know that that report will go well for you in the name of Jesus. We we are Abishai to you and we back you up and we pray that you will not lose your strength. We pray that you will not lose your focus. We pray that you will not get off your assignment. We pray that you will not stop your serving. We pray that you will not stop your sowing. We pray that you will not stop your seeking and we thank you for it now in Jesus name. Come on, y'all. We've been praying. Let's go for breath. Amen. Drop an amen right there. Amen right there. Amen right there. What does amen mean? Amen simply means I agree. What does selah, S-E-L-A-H, means? It's just another biblical ending for prayer, uh, which simply means essentially, God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. Um, so you have amen and selah. Amen and selah. Amen and selah. All right. And then if you go old school. Yes, Lord. All right. Um, let's spend the last uh, few minutes here praying over your soul. Your soul is composed of four components. I've taught you this. Your mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions. Now, remember three types of prayer. We're going to spend the rest of this time praying for ourselves. Okay. We're going to spend the rest of this time praying for ourselves. So we're, now we're going to sit in the seat of prayer. And as we sit in the seat of prayer, um, hear me clearly, you're going to spend the rest of this time praying for yourself. Um, so your, your soul is your mind, your thoughts, your will, and your emotions. The scripture is very clear as it relates um, to our thoughts. Um, the scripture says that we are to take every 
thought what somebody know it write it on the, on it write it in the comments captive we are to take every thought captive the scripture that references this is second corinthians 10 and 5. second corinthians 10 and 5. all right when we pray guys you're going to notice i always have you to do two things one i have you to say a lot the second thing is i have you to speak a lot life and death and the power of the tongue proverbs 18 21 when i have you to type a lot that's because that's our way to agree when we're online all right so i encourage you if you're in a place where you can comment and chat um to comment and chat because that's your way to agree and the scripture says wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything there's way more than two or three on a song platform um wherever two or three touch on agreeing on anything it shall be done what for them so we want to take every single thought captive now in that second corinthians 10 5 is what we're going to pray um because it really talks about how we deal with our thoughts how many of you can be honest that you can be doing great and out of nowhere negative thoughts can come wave at me wave at me you can be doing great and out of nowhere negative thoughts can be popping up um don't let you not be doing great and then it's really easy for negative thoughts to pop up wave at me um you can have thoughts that are crazy. You ever had a thought that when you look back at it, you were like, you kind of had a stank face. You were like, <laughs> like, this is crazy. Why am I even thinking this? The scripture makes it clear um, that thoughts may come, but our responsibility is to take those thoughts captive. So I'm praying for your soul because for your next six months to be best, you have to be at your best. And how are you at your best? It's when your soul is its best. We covered your mind last week. Let's cover your thoughts. Father, we commit our thoughts to you. Look at all the hands. We commit our thoughts to you. Look, everybody, right? So for those of you who always feel like, man, why do these crazy thoughts come up? It's normal. It's normal for negative thoughts to pop up. But listen very carefully. What's not normal is for people to do what we're going to do about your negative thoughts. Most people will spend time dwelling on negative thoughts, and you cannot do that. Second Corinthians 10.5, and we're going to pray it um, from the, which version do I want to use? We're going to pray it, oh, this is good, this is good. We're going to pray it from uh, the Amplified version of the scripture, all right? Second Corinthians 10.5, let's pray this thing. Father, we come to you on behalf of ourselves tonight. And Father, we recognize that your word is your word is true. And in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, your word makes it clear that what we are to do is we are to destroy sophisticated arguments. Father, some of the thoughts that pop up in our mind, they are thoughts that are sophisticated. In, any, in, in other words, these are not simply uh, words and thoughts that, are, that lack substance, that lack depth. Um, these uh, pr proceed from a great deal of experience and knowledge, from a great deal of experience and knowledge, which means some of the thoughts that pop up are based on our experience and our knowledge, but our experience and our knowledge are based on the past, which means, Father, that whenever a sophisticated argument pops up, it is pulling on something from our past. It is pulling on a past experience. It is even pulling on something that may be wisdom and it's sophisticated argument. And the scripture says we are to destroy those sophisticated arguments that exalt themselves against you, which means, God, it is not wisdom if it's doubting you. It is not wisdom, God, if it's saying what you cannot do. 
So tonight in prayer, we make it clear that we take authority over these sophisticated arguments, these sophisticated arguments that are pulling from the past. Well, I'm afraid this is going to happen because I remember last time this happened. Well, I think this might happen because I remember we pray, God, that we would not live from our past. That we would not live from our past experiences, that we would not live from our past failures, that we would not live from our past letdowns, that we would not live from our past um, uh, um, disappointments, Father. So we cast down every sophisticated argument. It seems smart. It's because it's sophisticated, but really it's satanic. It seems wise because it's sophisticated, but really it's satanic. It seems like you're really doing a good job of being a good uh, good person to think things through, but sometimes it can be satanic. Father, we cast down satanic thoughts. I hear this, Father, we come against overthinking where we get stuck in the paralysis of analysis so that we never ever take action. I pray that we would not get stuck in our head and it never makes its way to our hands. I pray that we would not get stuck in our head so it would never make its way to our hands. We cast down every sophisticated argument and the Bible says every exalted and proud thing. What does something exalted mean? It means something that lifts itself up. There are certain thoughts that will lift themselves up and when they lift themselves up, they push us down. There are certain thoughts that will try to lift themselves up and in lifting themselves up, they make us feel worthless. They make us feel dumb. They make us feel less than. They make us feel like we're not going to accomplish our goal. Father, as they lift themselves up, they push us down. Father, we cast down every sophisticated argument. We cast down every high thing, every exalted and proud thing and proud thought. We cast them down. Father, we declare that we will not live from a place of pride, but we will live from a place of humility. What is pride? Pride is simply when one exalts themselves against God. Pride is simply when one thinks more highly of themselves than they ought to. And we declare, God, that that will not be and that is not us. Father, that we will think exactly what we should think, exactly the way we should think, exactly the way we should think, exactly the way we should think. And we thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, we cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And the scripture goes on and says, we take every thought. Give us the ability, God, and give us the grace to interrogate every thought. If you're taking every thought captive, this means that we are interrogating every thought. It means we take every thought and we strip it down. We strip it down so that it no longer has power, so that it doesn't keep us up at night, so that it does not keep us in a state of worry, so that it does not keep us in a state of frustration. We strip it down and we torture the thought. We strip it down and we torture. What does that mean? It means that we basically say to every thought, what's the worst that could happen? Because if we strip it down to that bottom line question, it cannot taunt us. It cannot cause anxiety. It cannot cause depression. It cannot cause frustration. We literally take it captive. We strip it down. We take it captive. We strip it down. And we say, what's the worst that can happen? We interrogate that thought and say, why are you here? Why are you bothering me? What are you coming up for against me now? What is on the other side of you that if I take you captive, I will capture it? What is on the other side of this thought that if I handle it properly, everything will be well? We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. And you said, bring it into obedience. 
bring it into the obedience of Christ. This means every single thought we are to in, uh, 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 take it captive. We are to interrogate it. We are to strip it down. And then we say, obey. We are to take it captive. We are to interrogate it. We are to strip it down. Then we say, you obey. We are to make it captive. We are to interrogate it. We are to strip it down and tell it to obey, which means you will obey the word that says, I am the head and not the tail. You will obey the word that says, he always leads us in the triumph, which means I only have two plays here, win or win. Y'all better pray with me tonight. I only have two outcomes here, win or win. I only have two outcomes here, win or win. Father, if we make it obedient to Christ, Father, you said that you always lead us into triumph. You lead us into triumph. That's 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. You lead us into triumph. You lead us into triumph. You lead us into triumph. I only have two potential outcomes after every thought, win or win. Win or win. I need you to put that on the screen. Win or win. I only have two outcomes. Win or win. Because even if it looks like loss because God is for me, that means it's a win. Why? Because I got a lesson. Father, we take every thought captive and we will not let it torture us so that we don't make decisions. We will not let it torture us so that we stay in places of insecurity. We will not let it torture us so that we stay in places of inaction. We will not let it torture us. No, we reverse that thing tonight. I need some of y'all to put that on the screen. Reverse, reverse. We reverse that thing tonight in the name of Jesus and we interrogate it. And we take every thought captive and we interrogate every thought and we say, obey. You have two options for me and I only have two potential outcomes. I will win or I will win. I will win like this or I will win like that. But either way, I'm going to win. I will win like that or I will win like this. But either way, I'm going to win. I'll win over here or I'll win over there. But either way, I'm going to win. I'll win in the back or I'll win in the front. Either way, I'm going to win. I will win from uh, 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 up north or I'll win from down south. I'll win from the east side to the west side. But either way, I only have two options, and those options are to win. And for this, we say thank you. Come on, y'all. We've been praying for a while. Let's come up for breath. In Jesus' name, here's how you're going to answer this prayer. Win, W-I-N, W-I-N, win, 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 win. I need you to hear me tonight, prayer. There are only two potential outcomes for you, win or win. That's it. That's what he said. He's always leading you into triumph. Listen, listen, look at me. Take away the fear of what if it goes wrong. Listen to me. What if it goes right? You only have two outcomes here, win or win. Those are your only two outcomes, win or win. All right, do me this favor. We got about 11 minutes left. Do me this favor. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Some of you haven't clicked the share button. When you share, people get saved. Let me also say to you, make sure that if you're on YouTube, that you subscribe to whatever YouTube channel that you're on. When you subscribe, you can stay connected um, to, uh, to when we go live and all of that. To God be the glory, the Harvest Church YouTube channel has hit over a million now. I think it's like 1.1 million views. So that's awesome. Um, so we celebrate that. All right. Someone says IG kicked you off. I don't know why it's still that. I do see that my ID numbers are lower than num normal. And I'm seeing messages now where people say IG has kicked them off. All right. So uh, I apologize. I don't know why it's done that. But um, I'm not doing it. Just so you know. All right. And I saw that last week, too, where it was kicking some people off of IG. I don't know why it's doing that. All right. Here's the last thing. Here's the last couple of things that I want to do. 
uh, tonight in prayer. Uh, is prayer blessing y'all? Wave at me if prayer is blessing you. Wave at me if prayer is blessing you. Wave at me if prayer is blessing you. Um, so last thing I want to do, remember, recovering your soul. Because for these next six months to be your best, um, it requires you to be your best. And for you to be your best, um, life happens through choices. Somebody says, IG isn't let me post your comments either. I don't know what's going on, but thank you for letting me know. Um, um, listen to this and listen very carefully. Um, this is so important that you get this piece, all right? As it relates to uh, your life being better, you have to be better. So how does God make you better? Choices, choices, choices. Choices break curses. Choices activate the blessing. Deuteronomy 30 and 19, today I set before you life and death, blessing and curse, therefore choose. Now, um, where, do your, where do your choices come from? Your soul. What's your soul? Your mind, your thoughts. Now let's cover your will and your emotions, your will and your emotions. How many of y'all, sometimes it's, um, you find it difficult and keep it 100. You were Bishop Holman tonight, so you do not have to lie. Keep it real so you can heal. How many of you on every platform, you can be honest that sometimes the willpower you need, you lack. Wave at me. The willpower you need, the willpower you need, you lack. The willpower you need, you like, wave at me, wave at me. Let me see. Like, you just, I just, I, I want to do it, but wanting to do it and willing to do it are two different things. Wanting to do it and willing to do it are two different things. I see several hands on every platform. Um, talk to me real quick, prayer, before we cover this. What are, when you lack the will, what does that feel like? Talk to me in the comments. Talk to me in the comments. When you lack the will, what does that feel like? <laughs> Right. We need to cover that. Bind that up for me, Jelana. Bind up this IG stuff. That's your prayer assignment for me, Jelana. Bind up this IG stuff so that they're not going to... Because I'm saying they are limiting my IG number. It is staying at the lowest number I've seen it at. Um, they're doing something, and I don't know why. All right. Guilt, fear, not motivated, defeat. Okay. Less of a person, disappointment, failure, not motivated, defeat, fear, giving up. All right. Depressing state of mind, frustrated, messy inadequate, discouraged, condemnation, failure, um, that potato salad, <laughs> okay? I have a desire but not to drive, failure, support, being overpowered, all right? Uh, fear, um, amen, all right? Being stuck in my own way, despair, lifeless, drained, depleted, depressed, laziness, all right, defeat. All right, everybody look at me, failure, second guessing, and y'all are really answering this. The person setting it. This is a lot. Lethargy. This is a lot. All right. Um, I want to give you this. And I, I've preached this before, but I want to give you this scripture. Notice when we pray, we always pray scripture. When you pray, guys, you cannot do. I see some people pray. And I'm like, you're not praying. You're just talking. Prayer has to be attached to scripture. This, the Lord says, state your case to me uh, in Isaiah um, in other words, God says, I'm obligated to my word. So when you're praying, you've got to put my word on it. That's why when we pray, I always pray scripture and we attach scripture to what we pray because that's how you're going to see results. Um, that's how you're going to see results. Um, Luke 22, 42 says something. Now, Jesus um, is, I want you to just consider this for just a moment. Jesus is God in the flesh. He's the anthropos, 100% God, 100% man. So much God you can't believe is man. So much man you cannot believe that he is God. And literally, his humanity is struggling because he's getting ready to have to do something that he's never done before. What is that? He is going to literally have to take on sin and take on a nature he's never known. 
that's a word for somebody. He's about to have to take on a nature he's never known and do something he's never done. Um, and this sin that he has to take on, he's taking on all of the sins of the world at one time. All of the sins of the world, thank you, at one time. And so as he's doing that, here's the trip. You ready for the trip? Here's the trip, y'all. The trip is this. Um, he doesn't want to do it. He literally plays, prays three times. He says, Father, if it's possible for me not to do this, I don't want to do this. Do you hear me? His will was like, I don't want to do this. Now, I need you to hear me because sometimes um, what you want to do and what you will to do are two different things. He doesn't want to do it. So consequently, because there's not a want to, sometimes you lose your how to. He prays three times. I don't want to do that. Three times. Okay. Um, in one of the gospels, when Luke records it, Luke doesn't record all those times. Um, but I want you to listen to what happens. Um, verse 42. This is father. If you are willing, please take away this cup of suffering away from me. New King James says this, nevertheless, New Living says, yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Here's, here's, here's how you get over will issues. Nevertheless, nevertheless, sir, always the greater. Father, we cover our will tonight and we pray that we would never settle for the lesser but that we would always reach for the greater. Father, when you prayed that prayer, while you were in the garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane means pressing and blessing at the same time, while you were in that garden and you prayed that prayer, something amazing happened. The Bible says that in verse 20 or 43, then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Father, I pray that anytime our will is getting ready to settle for the lesser, that you would let an angelic force appear and strengthen us. I pray that when we're going through our everyday decision-making process, that you would cause your angels to strengthen us. An angel means messenger, which means sometimes it's going to be in a supernatural realm. And sometimes it's going to be a message that we are listening to in the natural realm. It's going to be a message that somebody calls us and encourages us right when we need it. Somebody says what we need to hear right when we need it. That we're looking at an old message on YouTube or our podcast or Facebook or YouTube or whatever. It's going to be exactly the message we need when we need it. We say, let your angelic host strengthen us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get you to type this on the screen? Strengthen me, Lord. Come on. Strengthen me, Lord. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You ain't punking out in these next six months. You're not backing down in these next six months. And you're not going to be overwhelmed in these next six months. You will not feel defeated in these next six months. You will be strengthened. You will be strengthened. You will be strengthened. I pray that, watch me, when you're strengthened, that means that you have passion. When you're strengthened, that means you have passion. God, we declare that we will be strengthened and we will have passion. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Y'all, it's 758 and we got to go.
We didn't get to pray for over your emotions. We'll do that next Monday. Listen, um, if prayer bless you tonight, I want you to sow. And I want you to sow connected to that verse we just finished, Luke 22 and 43. I want you to sow, uh, wow, now, you know, listen, here's what I love about that. That's in Luke 22. I just picked that up. Two. Whenever you see two, that means you're about to witness something in the Bible. Luke 22 and uh, 43. This is an angel strengthened him. I want to sh- uh, stretch you uh, a $43 seed or anything with four and three for that particular verse, 43. And you're just going to call this your strength seed, your strength seed tonight. All right. You can do 34. You can do $22.43, $43. I'm showing 43. You can join me in showing the 43. Um, tonight, but so something with those numbers, and this is called your strength seed. Uh, Dr. Acklin, am I in it? This is called your strength seed. Um, because for many of you, watch me, you're like, I'm just so tired, I'm just so tired, I'm just so frustrated. You listen, giving up is not an option, pulling back is not an option. You're just going to need an angel to come strengthen you. Look at me, if even God needed an angel to come strengthen him, why do you think you don't need it? Stop beating yourself up because you have moments of weakness. Eat, look at, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Even Jesus needed somebody to come strengthen him. So don't you get it twisted that you're going to need some strength to come your way too. All right. How can you sow? You can use um, the dollars, uh, cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Um, you can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giblify, and Given. All of that is available. The key email for that is um, hello at harvestchurch.church. Or if you're already connected to Harvest, you can use um, text to give or give through our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Again, sow something, whatever you sow tonight, call it your strength seed. Um, And we're connecting it to Luke 22 and 43. So you can do $43, you can do $22 and 43 cents, $43, 22 cents. Tie those numbers in it because it's connected to the verse. Whenever you sow seed, and that's what we're doing. We're sowing the seed. Uh, whenever you sow seed, you name your seed. It's kind of like if you're throwing out watermelons, you ain't just going to throw out a bunch of seeds. I think that's watermelon. I think that's corn. Corn and watermelon can't grow together. So you have to name your seed. All right. Um, somebody said this is a whole word right here. Yes, it is. Prayer is amazing. All right. Prayer is amazing. Um, I thank you for that. I, there's lots of situations going on in America today, particularly um, violence and all that and, and shootings and things happening. Let's just take a moment to cover those folks. Father, we pray for every situation going on in this nation. God, America needs you and, and America needs you in a way, God, like we've never needed you before. Um, America needs you, God, in a way like we've never needed you before, God. And I pray, uh, Father, that you would literally use these situations to get the glory out of everything happening in the earth shut down the false religion that set itself up in your name, which is nothing more than a political party and movement and ideology. And Father, we pray that you would get the glory out of everything in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. All right, listen, let me just be clear. That wasn't a political statement I just made, all right? I'm just saying um, America has this version of Christianity that is not Bible. Um, And uh, we want to stick with the Bible. Can I just get y'all to put that on the screen? B-I-B-L-E? the book for me. All right. Lastly, if you're on here tonight and you are not saved, you're not a Christian, I want you to respond right now. You're not watching this by accident. Come on, Monday night on July 4th and you're watching prayer, get out of here. Come on. This is no accident. All right. Guess what? If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or you want to 
um, be sure. Like, Mr. Bowman, I'm not sure where things stand with God, but you want to be sure tonight? You can do that. All I need you to do is on the count of three, do the hand with the emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that right now. One, two, three. Respond wherever you're at. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me wherever you are at. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I'm waiting on you. I'm going to count you down from five. And then we got to go because it's 8.03. And let me tell you something. I still got to go work out. Huh? Listen, yesterday, let me just tell you, they're already responding. I see you. They're already responding. I got you. Yesterday, I preached twice. I had a marathon of meetings after church. And then I still uh, went and did, I think, nine miles, plus I went to the gym last night. I'm just saying. So, you know, I keep it moving, all right? I want to encourage some of y'all, take on that take on that attitude from Bishop Foreman. I keep it moving. I got stuff to do. I got life to live, right? So I'll watch some, I'll see fireworks, but I'm going to see them as I'm working out. Huh? All right, come on. I'm, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure I'm counting you down from five. Five. I'm waiting on you. Listen, I'm trying, Jackie. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Four, three, two. Waiting on you. You become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you are at. One, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I needed this. I'm not feeling well. I'm so glad that you're on here, Nina. Praise God for that. Glad to join you. I'm waiting on you. There's at least one more of you that needs to respond. God is holding me up for you, but I need you to respond quickly. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or you just need to be sure tonight on this July 4th, you are not watching me by accident. I promise you. Who am I waiting on? There's somebody I'm waiting on. Respond right now. Respond right now. Don't make me go in the spirit. Now I'll, I'll find your name. Not to shame you. No, nothing like that. Because God loves you so much. He's holding me up just for you. He's holding me up. Who are you where he's holding me up just for you? There's at least one more of you on here. I'm going to count you down one more time, but we got to go five. Can I get all my prayer warriors to pray for? Bishop, who are the prayer warriors? All of us. All of us are prayer warriors. No, you don't get a prayer warrior badge. We all prayer warriors. Three. Two. I got to go. But I know there's one more of you on here. One. I know there's one more of you on here. Listen, everybody pray this prayer with me. Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace, God, to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. And if I fall, give me the grace to get back up again. These next six months will be the best six months of my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, guys, um, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word decision to 877-552-4746. It's on the screen. And then on the IG channels, they're going to type that in the comments um, for you tonight. I love you guys. Um, I pray you have an enjoyable rest of your day today. Um, tomorrow, we'll give you a preview of Wizard. Woo! Wizard at Live Bible Study. Oh, my God. I finished that word today. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. So I'm going to just tell you now, Wednesday night lives message is called who's all coming. And, um, Sunday's message is called summer cookout. Whenever you go on somewhere, one of the things you do, particularly in the South is you ask this question, well, who's all coming? Who's all over there? 
Um, you want to know who's going to be there before you get there. Can I tell you? Um, I'm going to show you. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about Wednesday's work. I'm so excited about it. I can preach it tonight, to be honest with you. But I'm not. I'll wait. But I'll give you a preview of it. How about that? Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. All right. That's going to be on the Bishop Foreman IG and the Bishop Foreman TikTok. Love y'all. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom to you. Go so. If this bless you, make sure that you go so. Somebody said, that's my first question. It's mine, too. Who's all coming? I want to know who all going to be over there. Because hmm? hmm? I don't fool with everybody. Huh? Listen, it's going to be good. All right? See you tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern, on the Bishop Former TikTok and IG. Go so the prayer bless you. Love you. Shalom. <laughs> Who's all coming? That's what I want to know. Don't you want to know? That's the question I've been wondering about. Who's all coming? Because I don't want to be sitting at no table with no awkward, weird energy. This is the after prayer talk. No awkward, weird energy around people that, you know, I got to, you know, you know, basically check around me. Mm -mm. I don't want that. Anyway, love y'all. Shalom. <laughs> Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah. <sighs> Feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 